Oh no, Carlos Correa. Uh, listen, the world isn't ending. We're going to get into it. Uh, who's to say this deal's even going to stick at this point in time, right? I mean, uh, we've had two other ones get to the one yard line and then already be Ernest Biner fumbled away. Let's, let's see if that oh. happens to the third deal on today's Locked On Guardians. You are Locked On Guardians. Daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Guardians. By the way, if Ernest Biner hadn't played in that game, the Browns wouldn't have won anyways. He was the driving piece in that one. That is my bit of Browns for this show. Uh, Jeff Ellis, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm a big nerd. I love baseball. Uh, yeah, uh, one person agreed with me about that. Uh, was control something uh, with Dave Coulier. So uh, oh, bonus yeah. points. Thank you. The one person who, uh, who remembered how much Nickelodeon was strongly Canadian back in the day. Uh, but yeah, again, Carlos Correa. I so much of that on Twitter today. Uh, listen. It's going to cause a huge chain of events, and we'll get into that maybe more to segment two. We'll see. But, uh, you know, there's also reasons why a billionaire decided they didn't want to pay him hundreds of millions of dollars. A billionaire who was just burning cash everywhere thought Carlos Correa was too risky. So keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, I've talked enough. <laughs> I'm Justin Ladd. I'm equally... Uh... As big a nerd, I don't know. You might you might be able to nerd me. I don't know. I uh, you got me on the Nickelodeon thing. That's that's due to age and not nerdiness. I watched plenty of Nickelodeon, but uh, you've got me on age there. I thought that was a Full House reference, but um, <clears throat> I was one of those nerdy kids who enjoyed Full Houses, corny as it was. And I'll try not to be corny on here, but I've uh, I've written about baseball and tweeted about baseball for over 15, uh, 12 years. I don't know. Going back to like 2010 or something like that. It's been it's been a long time. So the uh, oh, did you want to start with the Carlos Correa thing, or do you want to uh, get into start, our our game? I think, let's go with the game, and then let's okay. come back to Correa. If you're here for Correa, we're gonna have some fun first, and then we'll bounce back around um, to it. Uh, should we just throw out the one little nugget that we think there's going to be some some minor league news in the coming? two weeks that doesn't involve a player. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Th yeah. There'll be some minor league news regarding the guardians farm system that does not involve a player or anything actually to do with anybody in the front office either. So, um, but there should be some news next week on a guardians farm team that doesn't have to do with players or coaching or any of that stuff, but yep. you'll find out <clears throat> embargoed from more. Yes. Um, okay. So, MLB.com, MLB Pipeline has been doing some executive polls. These are obviously anonymous executives from GMs and farm directors and some scouting directors and even some analytics people have been doing some polls with uh, Jonathan Mayo and uh, Jim Callis, MLB Pipeline. Uh, rookies of the year, which nobody from Cleveland got a vote. Um, prospects, which we're going to do real quick, and then tools. So... Um, Cleveland did not get a vote for anybody in baseball's best hitting prospect. I don't think that's necessarily a no. shock. 
Um, pitching, though, you think they Cleveland the, the Cleveland pitching factor? You think would get some votes, right? So <clears throat> one, uh, one, two, three, four, eight pitchers got votes for uh, the best pitching prospect in the minors. Jeff, do you want to take a stab at who some of these players might have been that got votes? Sure. I feel like one of the darlings of this offseason has been Andrew Painter. Did Andrew Painter make it? You've got one. Okay. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez might be the top pitching prospect left in baseball by some people's views, right? You've got two. And in order, uh, one and two. And votes. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't expect Painter to be that high. I just went with him because I feel like his name comes up every other week. Uh, uh, per, is it Yuri Perez is the Marlins guy, right? You are three for three in order, my man. Wow, you are a great in test order? taker. Were you oh, were you a great quiz? Did you always ace quizzes in school? I I was a two time state academic uh, challenge champion. Oh, uh, okay. At, uh, I went to You're playing with the wrong that, partner. I we did finish uh, second in the nation one year. Wow. Uh, so yeah, if anyone else did that in high school back in the day, <laughs> I went to I went to Copley. So you might have hated us. That was kind of our. Our, uh, we were a little known for that. If you just want to add to my my nerdiness here and make people <laughs> even uh, more likely to take some swipes, I got a funny story. Uh, I had played football and we were short on football players one year, so I got asked to like basically be a depth guy. <laughs> I wasn't going to play. I wasn't that good, and I was like, no, I can't because I got quiz bowl and like, <laughs> and we might win state. And that was the year the football team like didn't win any games. Oh, uh, it was your fault. It was your no, fault. I mean, I. Well, it's the next year we got all the way to like the semis and lost to Justin's Wick, future Ohio State guy. Oh, um, but yeah, that's just some, some fun behind the scenes. Uh, Taj Bradley from Tampa. He's the top Tampa arm now, right? Yeah, he got votes, but he was not one of the top four vote getters. But you have uh, four of them so far who got votes. Uh, Kyle, oh, Kyle Harrison, Giants. He's another one who yep. everyone likes right now. Yep, you've got um, all of them so far. Okay, so I kind of went through There's all one. the... Uh, what about Tiedman with Toronto? Ricky Tiedman? No, he is Tiedman. not on the list. That is your first... <sighs> Finally missed. Uh, you got one, two, three, three, three names left that you got to No, get. I should also explain that I know it's not Espino. And Espino didn't make the list. That's why I'm not... Got, that's the one bit of information I did have beforehand. I would have likely guessed him, but I'm guessing that maybe his health is the reason he got scared off, but I should, I should mm -hmm. at least give the truthful statement that I did know he is not on that list. I was trying to think um, just from last year's draft. It's like what Kumar rocker was the, the first pitcher. Oh, yeah, off the board. He's I'm not, not going there. Uh, Bob, what about your favorite Bobby Miller Dodgers? I, you read my mind. I was just going to say who is my favorite pitching prospect. Yeah. And that's Bobby Miller. He was the fourth highest vote getter. So, okay. Um, the other one was uh, Hunter Brown is on the list for the Astros. He got a oh, vote. And the worst part is you mentioned that to me. And I was like, Hunter Brown, really? Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't, well, he didn't, I didn't get, he didn't get a, okay. he got a vote for this, but that was not our category. Yeah. So he got a vote for this and he got a vote for rookie of the year this year. Uh, oh, that's what it was. It was the rookie of the year. Yes. They got a vote. This for. is just no, pitching prospects. Yeah. Just pitching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You told me he got a vote for something for you. I knew it was something. It was rookie of the year. It was not for this. Okay. I, and so he, Hunter Brown is a perfectly good prospect. He could be a fine starter. Houston has been great at developing starters, but the hype on him based on like everything else is kind of mind boggling to me. Yeah. Uh, it's not Jack lighter. Maybe a year ago, I would have guessed him. 
I don't but, think he'll get the last one because he actually he's not a uh, state side pitcher yet. They haven't posted, so I don't know why he's even uh, on here. But it's Roki Sasaki from the Shibalata Marines. Okay, I don't know even know yeah. why he got a vote. He's not even a major league minor league pitcher right now. He hasn't. I posted, wouldn't. But I wouldn't have. I would have got. Would have never gotten that. I would have probably if I yeah. was still guessing. My last one would have been like Tink Hens. Um, oh yeah, that's a good one. But how do you, how do you feel about? I, I understand like you're right about Espino like. He basically missed all year. I think he had what eight starts last year with eight really good starts. So I can yeah. understand not giving him a vote there, uh, or, or I can okay, I can understand him not being um, among the top vote getters. But not one Guardians pitcher got a vote. Not not Gavin Williams, not Espino, not Tanner Bybee. With this organization's reputation for developing pitching and the fact that, um, and th- this is a good example of not really paying attention to top of hundreds, like top of hundreds mm-hmm. are fun. You know, we like talking about them. It's, it's cool to talk about if you got a lot of players on there, but if you look across top of hundreds right now that aren't hundred percent updated, but um, pipeline had by all three of them in the top of hundred, it's, you know, Gavin Williams and Tanner Bybee. And I think uh fan last top of hundred update at the end of the 2022 season had all three in the top of hundred. And not one of those guys got votes for this. That just tells you, Top 100 is not uh, a foolproof way of looking at things, but no, I don't know. I feel like at least one of those guys should have gotten a vote from somebody, right? Like, really? I, I I would imagine if they ask you to do this, that whoever works for the team, you're probably supposed to not vote for your own pitchers. But I would think somebody would vote for a Cleveland pitcher, just knowing, A, like you could have like a Cubs or a Twins guy, like all, all these front offices that have former former Guardians execs in them. Like you would think, oh yeah, I, I like how Cleveland develops pitchers. I used to work there. Like, not even a single one vote, really? I think um, the reason why there isn't one comes down, again, to health. Because it's like, honestly, Gavin Williams and Daniel Espino were off some team's boards. Both of them had, like, had... I know it, Williams has been healthy since his injury, which I think was, like, his freshman year. But teams were, you know, legitimately scared. He would have gone higher if uh, without that injury. There were a few teams that were, like, it's too too much risk. Yeah, and again, he's been fine since then. But there was some risk inherent there. Espino, I, I, I knew a lot of teams. They just they, he was an injury waiting to happen. I mean, I said it the the moment he was drafted. I go, he's going to get injured before he gets to the big leagues, and it happened this year. Uh, was I Nostradamus? No, it's just it's a violent delivery that he's tamed down. But it also means that some of his effectiveness hasn't been quite as strong. He's still an excellent pitching prospect, front of the line potential. But there's a high amount of inherent risk with him and a lot of people still think he's a reliever. I mean, there are a lot of people who still think that he is just, there's no way he can hold up. I can see uh, and then by B, a lot of people are playing catch up. A lot of people are playing catch up on by B right now and he's making lists, but it is, there's a, cause even before the year began, he wasn't the hot player from that draft class. Like, I mean, I, Trent Denholm is my guy. I've talked about him. He's like 30th or 29th on my prospect list to, to give a mm-hmm. shot to the future. I still like Denholm quite a bit. I mean, I was calling him as the guaranteed Guardians pick for the 2020 draft. It didn't happen, but they got him in the next year. Yeah. But uh, he was the hot guy entering the year. He was the the pitcher du jour, if you want. And Bobby just started performing. And I don't know if he didn't start having that jump until the season began, but I feel like a lot of people are playing catch up and that just kind of, that that's how I view those three, but it also sits back, sits back. It also makes me sit back and kind of be like, well, maybe this is part of the issue with that Murphy trade, right? Like maybe these guys are not 
because of, you know, health concerns or lack of um, exposure, maybe these guys aren't quite as highly rated as we have them. I still wouldn't have traded any of them, but that's right. Yeah. And and to be fair, this is also the, the the category is top pitching prospect. Like, I don't know that I would vote for Bybee over any one of these guys myself or Williams. I wouldn't have. I I think Espino. Yeah. Same here. I think Espino is the, is the guy on this list. If you're going to pick one guardians pitcher anyway, just because of the upside, but I don't know, like I'm looking, this is not to knock Hunter Brown. I'm, you know, he's a good pitcher, but I don't know. I'm looking at the list and I'm like, I would take any of the three guardians pitchers over Hunter Brown. I'm sorry. hundred percent. I think we would see them if you got to do like a top three, like if you voted a top more of an MVP style, because it just takes one. I mean, you know, I, when he got promoted, I had people at least one or two Astros people, being like, oh, I he's being compared to Justin Verlander, and I'm like, stop, stop, yeah. just just stop. And you know, it it's that that's a bit of an an issue uh, when you get that degree of hype. There are people. I mean, I'm I would probably I would have probably just voted Grayson Rodriguez myself at this point in time. Like, I think he is yeah. probably the guy. And I say this as someone who called that a bad draft pick um, in 2018. I can call my when I get some right, uh, he was not the prep guy I liked and congratulations to Baltimore for making me look very poor, uh, in my knowledge, but I would have probably voted him. I think the other thing to point out is like Espino. There are guys who threw more innings this year than Espino has thrown in his entire career. Like he has not had many innings. I mean, he is, he is, let's see if I can do quick math, which I probably can't like 91, uh, no, yeah, 91, 92, uh, that'd be 110. He's thrown 133 point in two-thirds of an inning. Like, there are guys who threw 134 innings this year in the minors. He is at 133, and he's got to be added to the roster at the end of the year. You know, he's had, and yes, 2020 was lost, but it, and he didn't get to pitch much this year, which also is an f- issue. But, I mean, he has just not thrown hardly anything um, yeah. in the minors. Do you want to know... Do you want to know where he did what he did get votes for? Uh, why don't we do a tease? We will find out <clears throat> what he did get votes for in a moment on today's episode of Locked On Guardians. Now let's take this moment and talk about our good friends over at Bet Online. Let's go see what Bet Online has. Let's see if they've updated those World Baseball Classic odds. Uh, we went and did that before, and I, I'm looking forward to maybe. I got to dive into it. I'm missing baseball. I might actually, my one issue I'll say at the word baseball classic is college baseball is going to start too. And that's going to get my attention, but the MLB futures, let's let's that's baseball futures, world baseball classic. Uh, USA are still the favorites over at bet online at plus two fifty. Dominican Republic at two seventy five. huge favorites with Japan at four fifty. Puerto Rico at plus 800. I got to tell you who do I like kind of like further down this list. Uh, not the Netherlands, which I misread as the Neanderthals earlier today in a tweet. I was like, wow, that's kind of a racist tweet. Oh, no, no, Netherlands, not calling those people Neanderthals. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Netherlands, though, have a really good team. Don't underestimate the Netherlands at plus uh, 3,300. But I like Venezuela at plus 1,600. Think about all the guys the Guardians have signed. Think about all of their talent internally. Venezuela heavy. So I say go to bed online today. Maybe put a few bucks on Venezuela See if I'm right. See if I'm wrong. But no matter what, that's going to be a fun team to follow. So go to bet online today. 
what category right. did he win? He won. Yeah, you're right. He won a category. He got the most votes for which pitching prospect is the best future closer. So you were you were on, yeah. yeah. Spino got 21 percent of the votes for which pitching prospect is the best future closer among these. And again, I did so- not read this just in case anyone <laughs> I know I yeah. have not read this. Um, but didn't he also win best fastball? That's the other thing you told me. Did we- yes, he did get so. best fastball. Um, well, actually, let me see. Did he get best fastball? Or he just got votes? Uh, he just got votes, I think. Uh, no, he did get the most votes. Uh, okay. 33% by quite a bit. So, Yeah, I think you had told me that. And I was like, that's fair. Because it's, it's it has a chance to be like an 80-grade pitch, I think. If, if it He also well. got, um, not to cut you off, sorry. I know I'm doing all Slider? Um, yeah, well, best secondary pitch. Mm. And he got uh, 6% of the votes for slider. So, yeah. Yep. He's always had those two, and that's that's going to be the question. It's like health, and then you know, the, the curve is – I think the curve has come. I don't think that it's coming. I think it's 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 at least a useful third pitch. I think he's he's got enough. Yeah. That's um, no longer the question. It's just health and durability. I just caught this because I, I didn't read the whole thing before we went out and did this, mm-hmm. but I did I did see one. So I thought I thought so far that only Espino had gotten votes for these awards. Um, Tanner Bybee did get and also receive votes for – um, which pitching prospect has the best pitch ability? He did get some votes. So Tanner Bybee did make the list So of somebody. Which is kind of funny because he is not at all uh, a pitch ability pitcher anymore. Like, I mean, he still is, but he is not like pitch ability. It's like yeah. throws 92 and is, is in the good at, you know, working the corners. It's Josh right. Tomlin had great pitch ability. Uh, you know, that's, that's pitchability. So it's, it's again back to kind of that idea about uh, catching up with them. Should we should we go to Korea? Yeah, that's that's okay. what people are here for, right? Korea, so, it's Korea, uh, not Korea miss. It's Korea. Korea miss. I was gonna bring that up. So like we know Korea one of the top stocking. the the top five uh, industries in Cleveland. Uh, at least it used to be. I don't know if it is. Is the t shirt economy. And all I could think about was all of those Mets fans. Like, I'm like, is the t-shirt economy as big everywhere else? I lived in New York. I don't remember it as much, though. I do remember you could get just about anything on the corner as I was walking down the street. So I was imagining all those people who might have gotten like happy Korea miss shirts, like from a knockoff vendor. Oh, yeah. Just sitting there like burning their shirt in a probably a public uh trash can uh i did see that happen a time or two when i lived in new york not like malicious it was just hot and sometimes things can catch on fire or someone throws something in there that can occur hey it's interesting times um but kind of like the yeah. deal across korea yeah it's <laughs> it's it's just like, like okay so the it, what it was he had 10 years 280 guaranteed from the twins instead he goes to the giants for 11 370 then it drops to 315 guaranteed 10 still 10 years with 10 Mets. yeah now it's six guaranteed at 200 and it could be seven it could be no it could be seven 270 i think is the max yeah, yeah. so i mean <clears throat> even if he he's healthy and again like were the mets not willing to match that or was he so pissed off that he wasn't willing to like take that from the mets because i think they would do that but I mean, how bad are those medicals? Legitimately, yeah. like how scary are they that these other teams weren't willing to like come back and offer six guaranteed years? 
Yeah, I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to say this is hundred percent true. I'm going to break break one of our rules about media yeah. literacy. But I did see a tweet, and I think it was a. I don't think it was an illegitimate tweet, but um, I think somebody might have had a report that the Mets were trying to get him to take a physical every year to guarantee the next year of the contract, which I think is against the um, CBA. To be honest with you, I think the Mets like, were yeah. trying to work with the Players Association to make that work, and I think. Correa and Boris were both like, yeah, that's not happening, which I don't blame him for. I think that's a, I think that's a bad yeah, maneuver. Bad there's precedent. a reason that's not, yeah, yeah it's a bad press and there's the a bottom. reason. Yeah. There's a reason I think that's banned by the CBA or something like that. So the question though is, did the Mets, did the, the Mets, the Mets, the Mets are better than they were a year ago, but I don't know how much better they are, but um, are the twins are better? better? Are they, are they better though? Yes. They're deeper. Are they? Yeah. The Mets, the Mets are better than they were. A I year mean, they ago. like I mostly mean, re-signed their own guys, and then they traded Ace. That's true. That well, I think I think Verlander would be healthier than shirt than um, Degrom. That's but one thing, you know. It, but they they got better. They got worse. I mean, De- healthy. I mean, if they're healthy, I mean, again, like you said, we don't they know added, who's going to be healthy. But it's they added Kodai Singa. They added David Robertson. Um, I think they'll be better. I, I don't know how much better they are a year ago, but I think they're slightly better. I think, but I mean, yeah. Do you think the Do you think the Twins are better than they were a year ago? Because the Twins had Carlos Correa last year, and they weren't good enough to win the division against the Guardians. Now the Twins added Joey Gallo and Christian Vasquez, which I guess Vasquez is an upgrade over Ryan Jeffers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that Gallo is an upgrade. As I know, you like Gallo a lot more than I do. I don't know that he's an upgrade of what they had. I know at the end of the year they had a lot of guys out because of injuries, but I mean their outfield on paper looks fun. Like it's Correa, I'm sorry, Correa, Buxton, Kepler, and Gallo. Though Gallo Kepler hasn't really panned out yet, but I don't know. I, I guess it makes them a little bit better, but I, I don't know. The Twins pitching hasn't really improved that much to me. Um, they they re-signed their own guys too. They brought back Emilio Pagan, which is the best addition of the offseason for the Guardians, right? Yeah, um, I mean that's hundred percent. They're the best. They didn't. The they haven't season. added a pitcher. Like they'll, they'll maybe get Chris Paddock back at some point this year, and Kenta Maeda will be healthy again, and Tyler Molly will be healthy again. But I don't. I, the Twins to me aren't better. They're not better than they were a year ago. Well, if you listen to the Twins fans yesterday, as I saw on Twitter, uh, they got a new trainer, and just being healthy was going to be such a big upgrade. They're going to win the division. Like everybody's uh, healthy and day one of spring training everybody but no it was just gonna i mean it was just kind of funny to me this take that like cleveland was just lucky there was not really any talent and the twins are a better team it's like mm, you know i could maybe see that with the white Sox, but like at the same time it's like with the twins i'm like your pitching staff is is a bit of a mess and like i'm not to say that they can't compete they absolutely can win this division i don't want to mm-hmm. to to sit back and say they're not contenders they are 100 percent contenders but this was, they were not a slam dunk. This makes them better. Um, and it's also going to start a ripple effect because this is where it gets fun, right? Uh, the other bit of news today, uh, the almost as big of news is Johnny Cueto to the Marlins, who, oh, you know, desperately okay. needed pitching. Uh, but what that means now is, you know, you look at this, this Twins team and you kind of look at their depth situation. Luis Serez is... Hey, there's that middle in, uh, infielder uh, that the that the, uh, Miami needs. Max Kepler, you know what? He can play center field. Like this is shaping up for, you know, Kepler, Arez, maybe another small piece. Uh, go into the Twins for a pitcher. Like, and I can see that it, the, it 
it's happening. Like I'm going to call it now, like before the end of this week, we'll see a Marlins twins trade. It just makes too much sense for it not to happen. Um, you know, maybe it's someone like Austin Martin too, who like had some connection beforehand and has had some struggles. They could use another interesting uh, prospect. He is way down on lists, but could be someone who uh, would appeal. Maybe, you know, um, Matt Walner. I got to look at his numbers before. And this is the problem with using again, fan grips. Isn't he's he a lefty fielder? Yeah, he's a lefty. No, but you know well, they need a left-handed bat, and he could be like a potential, um, you know, a, a, another potential outfielder who's left-handed. So it's like as a third piece, if you're talking like mm-hmm. Arez, Walner, and um, and Kepler, they get two starters out of that deal. They get a guy who can be a utility slash backup, and they get three starters right out of the gate. And if they do that for Pablo Lopez, I mean, they might do that for Lopez. Um, yeah, if they don't I mean, do it for Lopez, they'll definitely trade a lesser arm. But I think in yeah. Yeah, Lopez looks like he'd fit somewhere. I don't know. I I'm looking at the rotation. On paper, I actually kind of like their rotation. Like Gray, I like I've Bailey always liked, a lot. Yeah, I've always liked Sonny Gray. I, I he's had, you know, some ups and downs mm. health wise. I really, really like Joe Ryan. I know people are like, oh, I don't think he's that good. I, I think Joe Ryan's really good. Tyler Molly is just okay. I think Pablo Lopez would be a, a little bit better than Tyler Molly. I don't know. Kent Tomeda, yeah. who knows who knows about his health, truthfully, yeah. and the yeah, Abelio Ober, I do like. And I don't really think they have a whole lot of pitching prospects. You know, they have like Simone um, uh, Woods Richardson's probably the closest guy, right? Yeah. Jordan Balazovic. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, I just I still don't know. Like the twins have, are pretty much running it back. Like they added Gallo and they added Vasquez. Maybe they'll add a pitcher, like you said, but I feel like they're kind of running it back and they're hoping for health, which, okay, you know, if they're healthy, they're good. If they're healthy, they might win the division last year, but the White Sox are probably saying the same thing because they lost Robert and and, uh, Jimenez for quite a bit of the year last year, too, and they had some guys banged up pitching-wise, too, but um, I don't know. To me, the Twins didn't get a whole lot better. Um, They're banking on health. Not not to say Correa's not a good player. Obviously, Cray is a great player and, and kudos for the twins to find a way to keep him after that entire disaster. But um, I don't know. I just don't see them. I, I would not be any more worried about the twins in 2023 than I was in 2022. Where, where, meaning this could still be a three team race in the central, depending on how things go. But I don't think it's like, Oh, the guardians are can't repeat because the twins resign Carlos Correa. Like, I don't think that's the reaction at all. Uh, you know, the other interesting guy who might need a, a, a change of scenery could be Alex Kirilov, too. Could be an interesting They were Well, they were already talking about trading Kepler, and people kept saying the Yankees were going to trade for Kepler because it made a lot of yeah. sense. That was the guy they were ta- they were talking about trading Kepler so they could get Kirilov in the lineup, and that they have not traded Kepler yet. So I don't know. Yeah. Here's a but, and, here's you know, if they did that, quote. if they did do that, then they could call up, you know, there's Trevor Larnock as well, though he's yeah, he's another lefty. Uh, you know, who's who's actually played pretty well and given opportunities. So they have some depth. Again, I think it just it makes too much sense. Like that trade is happening. Marlins to twins. I'm calling calling my shot right now. It's it's gonna be done within a week. Oh, I I don't know. We I think we missed this one. Did you see Willie Castro accepting a minor league deal? Special, I did see that. old friend alerts. Yeah, that trade did not work out well for anybody, but that's unfortunate. I don't know. Um, Castro had like one or two good years. Detroit certainly won, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess it's a very short win considering they didn't do much with yeah. those two good years. But um, I have an interesting comment slash quote uh, from should, a story. 
on short stops you, after, after we come back. Yeah, yeah, we should do a break. Um, not to be that dude and interrupt. Uh, everyone can comment at two fifty three in the show about your hate <laughs> uh, for me interrupting. But we gotta we gotta take a break, come back, and then get that interesting quote. Seems like a perfect tease. We'll be back in a moment on today's Locked On Guardians. And we're back. Perfect time for that quote now. <laughs> well, this comes from a uh, Cleveland uh, Guardians beat writer. I won't name the name, but everybody will be able to figure this out. Um, in his story about his, I guess, gives it one less person. Uh, in, their, in their story um, about the Carlos Correa signing, they wrote, After all that, is Carlos Correa the best shortstop in the AL Central? Or could it be Ahmed Rosario, who is scheduled to exchange salary figures with the Guardians on Friday because he's eligible for arbitration? That is quite the stretch. I, I <laughs> could it, could Ahmed Rosario be the best shortstop in the AL Central? Sure, if yeah. every other shortstop gets hurt, not named. Uh, I don't know who. I, Correa I don't know who Anderson. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who, who is the the Tigers Royals have Bobby oh. Witt and the Tigers? Do we bias? Even- Bias, yeah, we forgot. I mean, it's. I'll put Rosario and Bias next to each other because of how far Bias has fallen offensively. But yeah, I'll I will take Bobby. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna all day. I, I missed this quote, but I'm gonna bet it's from a very senior sports writer. I don't know. Not not naming names. You can uh, all figure it out yourself. Probably someone who likes the really likes the fact that a met. You know, there's a batting average, that, or just he led the team in hits. You know how important that is. Yes. He had a lot of hits. He also led the team in hits that turned into double plays, which aren't really hits, but you know what I mean. Uh, he was top 10 in baseball in that, actually, yeah. If not top five. Um, yeah, it was 19. But yeah, I, that's yeah. a that's quite the stretch right there. I forgot that Rosario is still arbitration eligible. Interesting they haven't settled that yet. But uh, speaking yeah. of shortstops, do we want to move on to our last shortstop-related topic? Or do you want to go... I think we should hold off because I think shortstops have so much to talk about. Oh, I didn't mean I didn't mean those shortstops. I meant other team shortstops. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. So if sorry. You... We've talked so many shortstops on today's <laughs> yeah. show. It's, okay. This is the shortstop short edition. Three or four in the show. <laughs> and we still have like three others on our drawing board, which you know, <laughs> metaphorical drawing board. Where yes. I was like, oh no, not not that shortstop. That's gonna take a while. Oh no, the other shortstop. Yeah, that one. That could take a while too. I don't know. Speaking speaking of Ahmed Rosario, this is these things are, t- are maybe adjacent. Um, so if you haven't seen the news uh, yet, whether you're listening to this late night on the tenth on Twitter or on YouTube or on the eleventh on audio or wherever, but um, Trevor Story is out four to six months reportedly after elbow surgery. He had uh, UCL brace surgery, which is like the the uh, short version. Light. Yeah, it's still Tommy John, but instead of yeah. reconnecting the the ligament, they use a brace to hold it together or something. It's supposed to get you back sooner. I think the only guy I remember having it is Carter Caps, I think. And um, there's some other guys who have had it. I don't know how, how well they came back well, from it. Carter but anyway. Caps didn't, didn't, Carter Caps didn't come back great from it, though, right? Was yeah. Well, they also, they also outlawed his little... Uh, his uh, delivery with his little toe tap. They, they said that was now a box. So that might've contributed to his uh, downfall when he came back too. but here's two quotes today from Hein Bloom, the Red Sox. Uh, I don't know if he's their GM or he's their president of baseball ops, whatever he is. Uh, two quotes. 
Um, he said it means there's more to do, and they will k- try to keep strengthening the middle of the infield. It's more of a priority now in the area the Sox need to add to, whether that's in the infield or center field, or if uh, Kike Hernandez plays infield, we'll see. Um, the other quote was that uh, they hope that Trevor Story can come back this year, but they can't bank on him playing in 2023. So the idea with the Red Sox was they were going to move Trevor Story back to shortstop from second base um, because they lost Xander Bogarts. They don't have a replacement. We've talked about that a couple times on the show. And they were going to have Christian Arroyo or Kike Hernandez play second base. And right now their depth chart on, on roster resource has Kike Hernandez playing short and, Christian Royal playing second base. And beyond that, they don't have him in the roster. It's Emmanuel Valdez and um, Bobby Dahlbeck. And their middle infield in the minors is, uh, well, it's bad. It's, uh, yeah, it's not good. So I mean, the whole they need to add middle good. infield help very badly. If they, and maybe they just want it. Maybe the Red Sox are taking this year. I don't know. We'll see. I also read there were teams that um, were staying away from Trevor story last off season because they feared he was going to need Tommy or he's going to need elbow surgery eventually. And, you know, here he is, but, uh, you know, we yeah. briefly did talk about potentially sending Ahmed Rosario to the Red Sox. And there's no, it, there was like one small quote in the athletic, I think in Ken Rosenthal saying the Red Sox kicked around the idea and then it didn't go anywhere. And we haven't heard anything since, but, um, nothing has come of that. I don't know. Do you think there's any more likelihood now that the Red Sox, would be interested in Ahmed Rosario after Trevor Story and uh, maybe after the season? You know, it, it all kind of depends on, again, like, are they trying to compete? And I feel like they kind of have to. I, I think they are. Long story short, short is it's very clear that Bloom feels under the gun. Like we talked about the Devers deal is good for the team. It's a good signing when you have money. Uh, but you should have done that with bets. You should have done like, Devers had him over a barrel. He's not the sixth best player in baseball. You know, he is not, he's not in the top 10, in my opinion. He's a very good player. I'm not even sure if he's top three at his position. They paid him the sixth highest contract in baseball history. This is a front office that's feeling pressured. Things have not gone well for them. And I don't think they can afford to uh, not compete this year. I feel like if they finish the year last in that division, uh, Bloom's gone. Like this is all a failed experiment. Uh, it's like, you know, I was, I, I was working on my mock draft as I do. And I was writing about the fact that like, it, it's been an interesting experiment, but just even in all aspects, even the draft, like every single player they have drafted in the first round is a middle infielder who it's what left-handed bat who's from California. Like they've only like, they've exact same player every single time, same, you know, better versions of that player, maybe a few other tools, but they have done this very interesting approach. And, you know, they, you know, does Tristan Cassis have a distinct position to play for them? I, I had someone arguing that they don't need a first baseman. I, I think he's going to be their first baseman. I, I didn't really dive too much into that whole thing. Who would tape. play first base for them if he doesn't? They thought Devers that. Already? No, I can't even remember. They thought they were going to. Oh, because they added Hosmer. <laughs> yeah. That was the person's hot take. Um, you know, they paid Justin Turner and that was their big free agent addition at age 38. We'll see what he has left, but yeah, they, I, I don't think they can afford to just be like, um, we're going to move Kike, right? That's, that's, that's pronounce it. So I don't get myself canceled. 
Hernandez. <laughs> yes. He might play short. short for them, which it's, I mean, he's been a center fielder for basically he, he only became an effective hitter when he moved to the outfield. It was like mm-hmm. taking the position away from him, uh, made him a better hitter when he didn't have to worry about infield defense. Christian Arroyo, who we talked about on this show, like they, it's not good. And to top it off, by the way, just in case you're wondering, Nico Goodrum might be their starting shortstop. I forgot they signed him. They also have uh, Reese McGuire listed as their starting catcher at this point, too, which is I mean, wow. Probably is. Wow. Whew. So, yeah, the Red Sox need to make a move. I mean, I, I think a couple weeks ago we did this year. I forget when now because the holidays have mm-hmm. given me uh, brain fog, too. But um, you said I, Tyler Freeman to the Red Sox, right? Yes, I yes, and I I did enjoy. Um, I don't I listen. Uh, I just want to explain something because someone asked me about uh, competitive balance picks. They're like, do the Red oh. Sox have competitive balance picks? And as someone who like writes about it, it made me giggle. But it's totally something I need to explain um, because it's not that person's fault. The competitive balance picks aren't explained well. So I just want to take a second. Uh, competitive balance picks only go to like small market teams and teams who um, are you know very small markets, which I know you're saying that's weird because Seattle gets one uh, or St. Louis used to get them. So they have to be one of the 10 lowest revenue clubs or from one of the 10 smallest markets, which I don't understand how Seattle is either of those, but Hey, St. Louis isn't anymore, but they used to be interesting. The Red Sox will not have one. No, never. No. So that's why I made but, me giggle. Uh, I'm like, they're the opposite. They're the antithesis. <laughs> and again, that's not, I'm not laughing at the person who said it. It was just more, I'm like, this needs to be explained. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Do you think there's any more possibility that the Red Sox might reach out about one of the Guardians' middle infielders, whether it's Rosario or anybody? Well, the they're other not going to block Marcelo Meyer, obviously. No, the, the other one I'm kind of curious about is if they reach out to the Marlins about Rojas, who may not be a starter anymore, uh, since they've yeah. had some discussion there, and he might be, he'll be a cheaper get and like a nice plug and play. Um, I. You know, the Cleveland, I mean, honestly, even if they got Rojas, they should probably trade for Freeman to play second base. I mean, Arroyo's not the answer. Uh, Freeman potentially could be. Like, that's the thing about Freeman. Like, he is potentially an answer. He's a potential, like, he could be a Division One level starter. Um, I'm not, and I say that as someone who is admittedly not his biggest uh, believer because the profile is my favorite, but there's a chance he could absolutely be that. I don't think there's a chance Arroyo is a... Is that, am I, is that insanity from me? No, I think they need two middle infielders if they want to yeah. compete. I mean, I guess you can, yeah. you can get away with, you know, trading for a shortstop and then figuring out Hernandez and Arroyo and Goodrum and um, at second base eventually. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe David Hamilton. I don't know if he's ready, but maybe David Hamilton eventually, but uh it depends on what the Red Sox want to do. I, I can't see the Red Sox competing right now, to be honest. They're, the rotation is like a good 2016 rotation. They have Sale, Kluber, and James Paxton, and the rest of the rotation is like, you know, whatever. But they're, the rotation would have been good seven years ago. Now it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, but like I said, I don't think they can afford to, to wait it out. So we should. It's going to be interesting. We'll maybe discuss some trades in the 
set in our extended version. We're at almost 40 minutes. So I got to cut Justin off here. I got to say thank you for listening, rating, reviewing, downloading. It helps. Uh, and you put a little counter in the corner. I got to, if anyone wants to uh, inform me how to do graphics, I can, you know, put the little cutoff counter and things like that. So start adding some production, some fireworks. I don't know. Uh, I've been Jeff Ellis with Lockdown Guardians on behalf of Justin. I want to thank you for listening and uh, being a part of Lockdown Guardians team. You can join us on YouTube as we discuss, hey, is there a trade that makes sense? Is there a multi-team trade that makes sense? Ooh. Let's 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 get into it. But thank you for listening to the audio and go go guardians go.